mental health, people will say at the time when we started, it was like, oh, you're doing a mental health thing. Okay. So kind of like headspace or calm. And while both of those may help someone with their mental health, it doesn't actually deal with mental health as, as a topic or, or helping someone improve and develop and grow. Hey, what's up? This is the Nichols Mindset Podcast. Today we have a special guest. He's the co-founder and owner of a mental health app called Bravely, something that's been in the works for over two years now. So this is an app with, you know, with the world, the way the world is right now with the pandemic, people are stressed, overworked, depression. So having something like this is definitely a benefit to the world and to the public. And so I'm very excited to have this chat with Mr. Rackley because we all go through ups and downs. And sometimes with the stigma of mental health, we don't want to go to the clinic as the fear of being labeled, you know? So yeah, we want to go ahead and jump into this podcast. I'm so excited. And once I reached out to him and he was said they wanted to do this podcast, I was so excited. I was ready to go. So yeah, Without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into this podcast with Mr. Rackley himself. How's it going over there today, Rackley? Yeah, thanks, Roland. It's, uh, it's good to be joining you. Um, yeah, Bravely's been going good. It's been a uh, bit of process that we've been working on for a while, company. Um, probably been about two years in the making so far, but it's uh, it's really ramping up and we're getting really excited about it lately. It's, it's really good. Ah, okay. That's great. So this is something that's uh, been in the works before the, the pandemic or it's. Yeah. Yeah. It was something that, um, my wife and I, Melissa started working on. So we were the co-founders, um, started working on it in 2019 and, uh, it's, it's been a, a, a quite a process of, of product development just in, in terms of the, the concept that we're working on, but yeah, been, been going really well. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah. So, um, but I'd like to, um, you know, figure out for some of the viewers and whatnot and the listeners, you know, like, um, like how did it come about? Like, it was just, you know, you had like some personal experiences or just something that you just wanted to, like, you felt like there's a need for this, something in the community to help people or whatnot. Yeah. A lot of it, it came from our, our feeling of there being a need for it. Um, I know for, for myself, I, certainly have been really enjoying working on something that has uh, a positive impact. Um, that's, that's a bit more related to working day to day, but from mm -hmm. the, from the outset, I was attracted to it because it was something that had a, um, the ability to help people. Um, mm -hmm. Mel did a lot of the sort of product crunching. She's the product genius. She spent, uh, eight years building a, um, fully remote UX UI design agency sort of before remote was kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, and despite all the, all the years of working on different, uh, websites and apps and, and, you know, all kinds of products, there was never really ever a mental health one. So it was like, mm -hmm. you know, why doesn't this exist? Um, and yeah, yeah we kind of, kind of came to a point where it was like, Hey, well, what, what's next? Um, I was, I was kind of finishing up a, a bit of travel and, um, sort of casual work and thinking about what I wanted to do next. And she was finishing up working at an agency, got her agency kind of 
I had enough and she was, she was passing it on to, to someone else to take over and was like, okay, well, we're both sort of in this empty space. Let's, let's try mental health. Let's see what we can do. Uh, yeah. Cause one of the reasons I reached out to you because I've been doing a lot of research myself, learning more about mental health. Cause I actually, I didn't really know too much about it, but maybe I also probably went through mental health at some point in my life. And maybe now with the pandemic and working from home, the socialization, like not there no more, you can't really socialize. So when I came across it, I was like, wow, that's, you know, quite interesting because I've been doing a lot of reading and that's, and I talking to a couple of family members and stuff like that. I see there's like a big stigma about mental health. We have mental health. They just, you don't want to really go to the, the hospital to find out what's the issue because it has that stigma. Having something, you know, in your pocket where you can actually get some, some help or whatnot. I found that quite interesting. And so that's one of the reasons I reached out because it's quite interesting. There's apps out there, but now I was reading through your website. I see there's science base behind it. It's just not an app that, you know, people put out there. Yeah. And, and that's, you touched on quite a, a few important parts of it there. Mm -hmm. Um, the pandemic certainly did a lot for mental health and I think it raised it in a to a lot of people's awareness. Um, and yeah, there wasn't, there isn't really something that you can say, oh, let's, you're struggling with your mental health, try this, you know, this is the thing you do. Like if, if you're a photographer who takes lots of great photos, the question straight away is, oh, what's your Instagram? Um, yeah. mm -hmm. or, you know, you're working in business, so oh, I'll add you on LinkedIn, but it's like, you know, if you're going running, maybe it's Strava or whatever. Um, but when it comes to mental health, people will say at the time when we started, it was like, oh, you're doing a mental health thing. Okay. So kind of like headspace or calm. And while both of those may help someone with their mental health, it doesn't actually deal with mental health as, as a topic or, or helping someone improve and develop and grow. Um, and that's kind of really where we have focused our, uh, our attention is on that aspect of, of growing as a person, you know, headspace and calm may help you with, uh, de-stressing and, and moving past a difficult day or focusing on, um, just what's happening in the present, but the actual development of, I guess, uh, your mindset and the things that, um, you're spending your time thinking about, we, we've been focusing on educating and centering all our attention around how people can actually grow as a person. So mm -hmm. not just dealing with the issue, but actually like giving, giving anxiety a name and giving a, an issue, a, a particular name. Mm -hmm. So the app Bravely is more to, I guess not to uh, fix the symptoms, but actually give a more holistic view, like more mm -hmm. of a well-rounded person to actually help them in all different aspects of mental health, if it's stress or wellness or more of a, a way of life. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there are so many aspects of mental health. Like, um, you know, when you, when you think about, I mean, there's, there's often a comparison of like, uh, mental health should be the same as physical health, you know, um, when you say to someone, oh, I broke my leg, they're like, oh, that's horrible. How are you doing? And it's like, oh, okay, that's, that's physical health. Cool. Um, oh, I'm really struggling with anxiety. People are like, oh, okay. Um, 
oh, hey, have you seen that new series on Netflix? Like, people don't know how to tackle it. There's, there's mm-hmm. this real lack of education. And often it comes down to having dealt with an issue for an extended period of time um, before you actually start learning about it and focusing on um, how to describe it and how to treat it and how to, how to manage it. Um, mm-hmm. And so what we've been doing with Bravely is providing a framework around these different topics that people can go, okay, I want to learn. I think I'm, I think I'm dealing with anxiety. I'm going to go here and I'm going to work through, um, a, a bunch of content that is really engaging, um, interactive exercises, there's personal perspectives, uh, and essentially leveling up that, uh, self education and, and dealing with, um, dealing with these topics on your own, or at least building your understanding. So you can actually go and talk to a therapist and feel a lot more confident, I guess, in describing for yourself what you're facing, because that's one of the major issues that, um, society has with mental health is this lack of shared consciousness or awareness about what these different issues are, you know, um, it's, it's not anywhere near as well understood as dealing with the broken leg for example, as well. Yeah. Yeah, I was reading about Daniel G Amen. like they say, when you go to the, a clinic, like you mentioned, break your leg, they will check it out. They will give you some, some medicine or whatnot. But if you come in with mental health, they really don't look at your brain to <laughs> give you like a scan. It would just provide some prescriptions. I have a brother, which was in in Iraq war. So I just did a, a podcast with him recently and he came home with PTSD. He was telling me what, what happened is they were, when it's time to out process and go out, they would just pretty much go through a cookie cutter book and say, don't do this. You look out for this. But at the end of the day, like I was telling him, it's like, you're in, it was in a war zone like 24 hours ago. And next thing you know, you're in civilian land. So you're in Walmart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so been able to translate that so fast. And that's why they had a lot of domestic violence, you had a lot of PTSD, you had a lot of cases of that. So being able to adjust, was quite hard. So having something where you can actually get help from, and like you mentioned just now, is, is definitely something that there's much needed. Yeah. I mean, the veterans returning from, from services is, uh, it's a, it's a massive issue that I, I know America is, is facing and at the moment and in, in coming sort of years mm-hmm. as I guess people return and they are facing all that, um, PTSD and it's, it's hugely extensive because it is something that you don't see and it's, it's underneath the surface. You know, you, you see the guys who show up, um, to, to, I don't know, maybe the parades or, mm-hmm. um, you know, those kind of recognition events and they've lost their leg or they're in a wheelchair or, uh, that kind of thing. And that's very tangible. People can go, wow, that must be horrible. But the guys who are still standing out, they're still benching 200 pounds. They, they look fit and healthy as hell. People are like, oh, you're awesome. You went to Iraq and you came back and actually they are like, you know, they're crying on the floor or in the bathroom every second night because it's just, they, they can't let it go. And, um, I mean, veterans are a whole nother thing. Like. For, for people just facing day-to-day uh, mental health issues, there's 
there's a lot of, uh, a lot more kind of improved understanding in, in the society. I, it's certainly not there, but people have a, a lot more, um, in some circles awareness to it. But I think for a lot of those veterans returning home, they're, uh, they're cut off from their, their platoons and platoon, but their units, you know, they, mm -hmm. this, this tight support group they had and all of a sudden they're, they're isolated and that feeling of isolation, um, and not having someone you can relate to easily, uh, must be incredibly difficult. Yeah. Also now it's just pretty much translating to what's going on now is a lot of isolation, the elderly, I watch a lot of channel news Asia and you see documentaries about the elderly not being able to have that focus group where they can go and play games with other elderly in their communities and things like that, where they're at home now. And I'm not, I can't really speak for them, but I can kind of feel it like the, the loneliness and things like that. So when it comes to your, your app, what is it more like focus on, on what type of mental health, like you mentioned, is quite broad. So what would, would y'all have a niche that you're trying to focus on or, um, at, at the moment we are focusing on, uh, like recognizing and educating, helping people recognize their own, uh, troubles that they're facing. So there is this, there's an educational education that's, it's, a, it's about, you know, learning essentially growing as a person that, that stuff I was talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. And then there's okay. another side, which is the track. And, um, while there's, there's a lot of mental health content out there. We've made a real effort to make it all really engaging and very relevant and, uh, very uniform in terms of being, uh, something that you can always go to and know that you're going to get the good stuff and it's going to be succinct. You're not going to have to scroll through 10 pages to get it. Um, so that's kind yeah. of the educating side of it. And the tracking side is, is very much about the day to day uh, living with, with our mental health. We all have mental health and some mm. of us have really great habits in place for dealing with it. Um, you mentioned the, the pandemic and this isolation and not only isolation, but, um, restrictions on exercising and being outdoors and that kind of stuff has a big impact on, on some people's mental health more than others. For some people who are uh, introverts and spend a lot of their time inside, they were like, yeah, I don't care about social distancing, you know, I'm, it just means I don't have to excuse myself from social events. And, and for those kind of, for people who are happy to stay inside, that's great. Cause you're getting the thing that you like. Um, whereas with, with, uh, people who exercise or need, need social contact, you're not getting those things. So we, we kind of bring together these different factors, um, of life that, that we are all experiencing. Some of us need some more than others. Um, others need all of them. Some don't really mean so much, but they all impact our mental health. And it's, uh, things like sleep activity, the stress that we're facing, um, our level of self-care. So that the things that we're doing to take care of ourselves, whether it's, you know, I'm just taking some time out for work or going out for a walk or self-care is often related to having a, having a bath or something, but that's not anything it is. And the last yeah. one is like social interaction. And so there's just a, a few little mindful check-ins questions that help you self-assess in the moment. Um, the whole app is built around this really nice design 
So it's, it's centered on being usable day to day and enjoyable. That's with the, the intent to be something that people go, oh, actually this is something that makes, makes a big difference to my life and brings, brings value. I think I mentioned in the email when I sent you the invite, cause our, actually our company had just brought on a mental health company to, and so I, when I, so this app is something I also want to share with the company cause it's something, anything positive you always want to share, like in life, you just want to share it. And so, yeah, so I was quite motivated about this. And what is the motivation behind Bravely Every Day when you wake up? It's like, get you going. I guess the, the biggest overarching thing is working on something that is like, makes a difference. Um, I, I, I really enjoy working on a project with uh, the social impact and there's, there's a lot of feedback we get from, um, either people who are doing user testing with us or people who are involved in our, um, in our community. We have a, a discord community set up because okay. that social aspect is really important. Um, and a lot of the sort of feedback that the people are sharing is like, you know, I, I love this. I need this. This is something that, uh, that I believe in. Um, and I, I like what you're working on and it's, you know, everyone likes hearing that the thing that they're working on is, is good regardless <laughs> of what it is. But I think the thing that gets me out of bed the most is, is that working on something that can make a difference for more people and, and I'd be positive. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So what would be a typical like process every morning is recommended to use the app, like look into it. So you can say you have tasks, how do they go about using it on a daily basis? Yeah. There's, there's kind of, um, I guess three little periods of time when, when you could use it. The first one is, uh, when you want to learn something. So we have this, uh, lot of content for, for learning about these different aspects of mental health that, you know, that may come at, uh, once a week, or it may come every day of the week. You may be the kind of person that's always trying to learn and, and read stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, the other one is once a day and that's the, the, the factors, the sleep, the activity, and, um, basically you jump on, uh, at the time of the day that suits you, whether it's, you know, first thing in the morning, you want to sort of review of what these factors are that impact your mental health and, and how you're ranking on them, um, and pop through the, the questionnaire and, and get the, the result. Um, what that actually also does when you're answering these questions is it gives you suggestions of ways that you can improve. So if you've said that, you know, you're not happy with your sleep quality or you're facing high stress, then you're going to get some suggestions of, all right, try these little things that you can do to, to get better sleep. Um, or if you're facing high stress, it's like, all right, if, you know, if it's work stress, uh, it's totally understandable. You can take these steps to separate your work stress from your day-to-day -day life and give yourself a bit of space. Um, so that's the, mm. the daily component. Okay. And then the last one is the, um, the mood tracker. And there's a lot of apps out there that do mood tracking. Um, okay. in many cases, it's kind of just five emojis on a scale. Um, we've gone a bit deeper. So one of our key motivators with bravely is to bring, uh, all of this academic and scientific research that is done. Um, we, we spent hours reading over it and condensing it down into 
little snippets and, and the mood tracker is based on this paper that basically breaks up how, um, you feel into these different shades. Like if you've ever seen those big mood wheels and oh, yeah. all around the mood, there's, you know, all around the wheel in the center, there's like eight different kinds of mood you can have. And then under that, again, there is, you know, another five. We haven't gone quite that big. I think we've got a 12 total that you can choose from, but it's basically the scale and, and our mood is never just bad or good. It's always like, you know, cause you could be bad on the, on the, the one emoji, the low level scale and actually be whether you're sad or jealous or angry, um, or distressed or anxious or something. And then the high end, you could be happy, um, relaxed, anything. So we, we've rather than go on just a, a linear scale, we've, we've put it on a wheel and, and that's a, a check-in that you can do every day, um, multiple oh, okay, times okay. if you want, you know, cause our, mm -hmm. our moods change throughout the day. Okay. Well, that's good information. Cause I also downloaded the app <laughs> the day I found out. So I've been going through it also. <laughs> cause I was, I think I saw it on your website also how I didn't even know, like, Sleep also plays a big role because I'm a guy that likes to wake up at four o'clock in the morning and do my exercise and running and trying to survive on four or five hours of sleep. And I noticed that sometimes productivity goes down and because they say if you sleep, if you get less sleep, say three to four hours of sleep, it's just as your body's actually been like drunk, like alcoholic, because your mind is not as focused as it should be if you're getting three to four hours of sleep. So. And I started to know that, notice that also in, and then on, on top of that with the, with the increased workload at work. So Leslie workload and then deadlines, it can all come crumbling down on you. So yeah, definitely you have to have a, a balance. Yeah. And yeah, they are all so inter interrelated. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you, you might not get enough sleep, which means, man, I, I, I can't run this morning. And then you go a couple of days without a run or, or working out and then you suddenly like, oh, actually, I feel like crap mentally because mm -hmm. you just haven't had that release. Like if that's your thing, if that's your self-care, getting out for a run, doing, mm -hmm. doing a workout and sleep can affect every aspect of our life, physically, mentally, um, mm -hmm. performance-based. It's, yeah, it's all really important. Before uh, Bravely, what was your way of relaxing or when you're dealing with some sort of mental health, what, what was your go-to before Bravely? It's for me, it's always been, um, like exercise and activity, yeah. uh, outdoor spaces is, is pretty, pretty key for me. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I had to be outside. I used to have a gym membership, but now I just feel like nature being outside, they can't really take away, take that away from you. So you can just go for a walk. <laughs> hey, the yeah. gym's close. No worries. I just go for a walk, go for a run. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the ways to, you know, get away for a bit. Cause, cause I think we had a call the other day on our, one of our huddles at work and he was talking about what are ways to people like de-stress and some people will scroll TikTok. And then I think one person said, exercise, lift weights, run faster. Everybody has a different way to distress. Yeah. So it's many ways of just yeah. getting away. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it's, I think it's something that everyone some people get it straight away. Some people know like, all right, this is my thing. I do that from teenage age. But for a lot of people that, uh, process of figuring out what your, uh, 
stress release or your self-care thing is that works for you takes time and um yeah it's uh yeah. it's very unique and very individual to the person true so with with bravely are you right now you're i think on your website you said you're going live in november are you going for like businesses or you're you're just going straight to trying to get more the consumer yeah yeah so we've we've got november lined up um we since the origins we've we've been b2c we thought about going after businesses a while back and that's still something that's on the table um but at its core we've really been building something for a person and it, it doesn't matter whether that person is in a company or um or a student or whatever it's, it's something for each person to get better so we're starting with the person and then eventually we uh will expand kind of offerings of, of starting to work with with businesses ah, but it's okay. something where we you know we're, we're not developing a product for businesses we're developing mm -hmm. a product for people so yeah um, we are definitely keen to to talk to companies ah, okay cool all right well since we're coming to the end i just wanted i saw on your website that people can get involved with bravely how would that go about it's, I see a sponsorship investment. I just want to get it out there. So we have some viewers that want to, you know, see how they can get involved with something like this, a good cause. Yeah. Thanks. Um, yeah. So we are at getbravely.com. Um, we have, uh, the simplest one is just leave your email and get notified when we launch. Um, there's also a discord server, which I mentioned earlier, which is, uh, a place where we're, we're just basically bringing together people to create a community centered around, uh, mental health, not everywhere is very accepting to mental health and not everyone is kind of open to listen, but we're working on something that, um, we want everyone to sort of feel safe and supported when they need someone to, to be there. Uh, we do also have those other volunteer options. If someone's really interested to be involved and, and wants to, um, get involved in some capacity. There's a, there's a form on the website with, uh, join, uh, get involved is the link, I think. Yeah, yeah. I believe so. Yeah. I will leave all that in the show notes so they can right. get in touch. Yeah. Great. So is there anything that I left out that you want people to uh, know about yourself or, you know, the company, the, the app? I, um, uh, nothing or, I think left out, but yeah, uh, very, very keen to to hear from people we're, we're really focused on building something for the people so mm -hmm. um yeah reaching out joining us on the discord and and helping us to to build something that works for you is uh is really useful because you know everyone is unique but we all have ways of coping that are probably shared in some capacity with other people so we we want to hear about how we can help each other get get better yeah, definitely. So, oh, one, one other question I just have. So, I mean, you're going worldwide or are you looking at Southeast Asia or United States or any particular area, or is this going out to the masses? <laughs> yeah. Uh, question we were discussing today, actually, I think, uh, our initial goals of the stage are to, uh, target Asia Pacific area. Um, okay. so New Zealand, Australia and, uh, Anyone who essentially speaks, speaks English at first, because the app is, is built in English. Um, okay. but we are thinking about doing our multi-language versions too. And then 
assess the the worldwide stages as we get a bit bigger. All right. Well, yeah. Look forward to that. I will try to do my part also. <laughs> my background also is digital marketing. So, yeah, my goal is to try to get this out to as many people and get the awareness out. Thank you for uh, your time. And I really look forward to, you know, working with you behind the scenes in any way I can help in uh, promoting this or, you know, getting the word out to to the masses. Not a problem at all. It's been, uh, been great chatting to you. Thanks for having me on. All right. Well, that's it for the Nichols Mindset Podcast.